Two questions to kick off today's show. First, were you surprised at yesterday's show talking about StoryBrand's three things only for what your website's homepage needs to do? And did you think about using the formula for your own homepage? I'm Sue Ann with the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business broadcast podcast, and thank you so much for your time today. I've been paying attention to Donald Miller and the story brand message for some time now, and that's why I was so excited the other day when I was able to get a look at his new book. I'm sure I'll be sharing some more good stuff from it with you guys as soon as I get a chance to dive in a little more. But the thing is, since I began paying attention, I sure am noticing a whole lot of cases where people are doing it wrong. I just keep finding examples of sites, without even trying, mind you, that are more like an attack on your senses than an inviting place to visit. The words, and often an abundance of them, are meaningless and leave visitors feeling confused. I'll put a link in the notes for a short video with Donald showing you exactly what he means using an example business site. But I'll give you another example right now. As a member of the local Chamber of Commerce, I began getting an email with a newsletter from a business whose name I did recognize to be a fellow Chamber member. They were attempting, I think, to do some things right, like email marketing. And hey, they were using constant contact for email automation before I'd even heard of such a thing. But now I know they were doing some things wrong, too, like adding my email address to their automated list when I didn't opt in. They just plucked it from the Chamber's membership directory instead. But what I noticed immediately, and then, after getting more branding perspective from Bob Killian of Killian Branding, I was able to see clearly later the obvious problem with their efforts. Their message was so completely unclear. Their branding was no branding at all. And seriously, to this day, I have no clue exactly what business they're in. The mistake is an easy one to make, though, at least for us live and breathe business types. See, we know that we're talking what we're talking about in business, especially in our own industry. And we love corporate buzzwords and biz speak, what my friend Henneke calls gobbledygook. But don't worry, she's in a crusade to get the world rid of it. Anyway, it's even worse if you've been down the MBA trail and learned TQM or Total Quality and other such management systems. Heck, every company out there was pushing for the same pail of words, no matter the business. Total Quality, Excellence, Innovation, Continuous Improvement, and Commitment to Service were all the key phrases hung on every business of every kind. But let's, let's face it, what do those words really tell us about you? your business, or what you do. Why do they make me care? Especially when they are a dime a dozen because they're both overused and useless in helping me to get to know you or understand anything real about you. They're corporate ease, all right, but they are so also so vague. They don't even relate to an industry, so at least an audience in the know finds relevance. Pick your words well. Try to keep specific, simple, and clear with what your homepage communicates and place yourself on the other side of your business looking in instead of only seeing things from where you sit on the inside looking out. We'll talk about some other heavy-duty words that impact your company communications, digital marketing, and website. See you then. But for now, mix, sizzle, and shake your business. 
but think closely about the power of words to do it. Thanks for listening.